now, hey now, Tough Skin, Soft Heart family. Welcome back to another episode. And really just welcome back to our community table where we get to bear all, tell all, expose all, because we know that anytime we wake up with the commitment to lead, love, and serve, difficulties are going to arise, challenges are going to emerge, reactions, responses, perceptions. We navigate that every day, all day. And so we need safe landing spaces for our hearts. We need places that we can go to refill our souls. And so I am always honored that you count Tough Skin Soft Heart to be one of your consistent refilling stations. And I really just treasure that. That's so important to me. And so as we gather, I'm smiling for a couple of reasons. I'm smiling, y'all, because I am gathered around our virtual community table, but I'm still looking at my Christmas centerpiece. And yes, it is a month away from Christmas. <laughs> and by, probably by the time you hear this podcast, it will be closer to Valentine's Day than Christmas. But I promise by the time you are hearing this, my Christmas centerpiece will be gone. But my tree is down, but my Christmas centerpiece is still up. But isn't life like that sometimes? Where even with our best laid intentions, we there's a gap between where I want to be and where I currently am. And so I hope that this podcast is a space where you are inviting yourself to give you the same mercy that you extend to other people. I hope that when you tune in and as you're listening, you are asking yourself those two pivotal questions that I think every difference maker needs to ask themselves every single day and sometimes moment by moment in the day. And that is, how are you? So I pause to say, how are you? And not that packaged, pre-packaged answer that maybe you've been giving to folks this week, but real talk, how are you? And then my second question is always, and what do you need in order to be well? It's funny because today my lovely sound engineer, who I have known literally since she used to be sitting in the back seat of her mama's ride, she came in bundled up. Now, y'all, she is usually cute and covered, but she is never bundled up. So I told her, I said, look at you coming in all bundled up. You are usually cute and covered in the winter, but not bundled. And she is not feeling her best. And so before we sat down to tape, I said, well, do you want, I usually get her some water, but today I said, do you want some hot tea? And her whole face lit up as much as it can light up when you are not feeling well. And so I've been teasing her. I told her, I said, you know, it pays to have some friends over 40. <laughs> but at the same time, as I look at her, I remind myself it pays to have friends under 30. And so I hope you feel that same level of care today that maybe you need a little hot tea moment for your soul with some honey and some lemon because life has hurt this week. Or maybe there's been some unexpected circumstances that have arisen in your life or your leadership. This is that place where you get to take it easy. You get to bear all. I hope to invite you into a space of reflection and introspection so that you can continue to heal as you heal. Because I think that's what we all are. I think in the places that we've been gifted to be situated in the places that we occupy opportunities to lead, love, or serve, in those spaces, we show up a lot of times as healers. And I firmly believe that anyone that is a healer also has to simultaneously be asking themselves, how do we heal as we heal? So 
Welcome back to the table, y'all. I know that was a longer intro than normal, but welcome back. I'm just always really wanting to be in tune to what our community needs and how to best serve you as we deliver up some granola soul food for your heart and your spirit and your mind. And so this week's podcast, you know, there has been a journal I've been carrying in 2020 and the front of the journal is a custom journal, so you won't find this on ShannonCohen.com in the shop. Although, shameless plug, we are coming out with our digital lookbook for 2020. So there's some wonderful affirmation and encouragement goodies that are perfect for corporate gifts or perfect to gift yourself. But this is not one of them. This is kind of my own sacred little gift. But it says on the cover, The Girl with the Big Dreams. And it's been serving a twofold purpose in my life. One, it reminds me that I do have big dreams that I'm working on and it becomes this strategy book for me. Just like athletes have playbooks, I feel like this is my strategy book because we already know believing in yourself without investing in yourself is like getting into an automobile with no gasoline. You go nowhere far. And so I not only write down my big dreams in this book, but it's also been my strategies on how I'm going to move from ideation to implementation around that dream. And so even this podcast started in this Girl with the Big Dreams book. And I love to hear more about what's incubating in your own journal of big dreams. And so I was really thinking about this idea of big dreams and the reality that big dreams take time. Big dreams take time. And that thought was reinforced for me this week because in the past week, I experienced a breakthrough in a dream that I have been seeding for two years. And although I'm not quite yet at the point for us to have a celebration podcast where I can share all of the details around that dream as a source of encouraging you in whatever stage you are in the development or movement towards your dream, I have been introspective about what it has taken for me to keep my head in the game over the course of two years as I moved this dream from ideation, a thought in my mind, to implementation. And what has helped me not be in a position to give up easy, because here's the truth. I meet difference makers all the time that reach out to me over email or LinkedIn or social media, and they'll tell me about a dream, big dreams, amazing dreams, dreams that could change not just their life, but the lives of so many actually could shift culture. So I meet big dreamers all the time that give up so easy. I meet big dreamers all the time are unwilling to see their dreams through to fruition. I meet big dreamers all the time that give up too fast and too easy on the dreams of their own soul. So as I've been reflecting on what has helped me keep my own head in the game over this past two years of big dreams, I wanted to share some of that with you in this episode. And I realized that with every dream I've found in my own journey, there to be four things. There's my time, the process of time, end time, and due time. See, my time is the point when you realize that you validate your own dreams. That my time space is when you start to say things like, who better but me? It's that time when you start to reflect on all of the other 
dreamers, ideas you've invested in, whether as someone in their workforce or someone in on the political campaign or someone on a board, you start to chronicle all of the times in the spaces where you have lent time, talent, or treasure to some help someone birth their dream and you realize, me too, that I have dreams and now was my time to believe in the dreams of my heart. That's my time. But oh, my time will always meet the process of time. And that's where it gets difficult because the process of time is the season between I have an idea, I'm working towards my idea, and the manifestation of that idea. I think that one of the best experiential learning places that have informed how I think of myself as a dreamer, as a big dreamer, has been planting a raised bed garden. I firmly believe that anybody that has a big dream about anything should plant something. It doesn't have to be big. You could plant flowers or you can plant fruit or vegetables. You could even have an herb garden. But I think that every dreamer needs to have something that you grow from a seed into something that you can harvest. I think it's one of the best object lessons that we can ever have because when you grow something in nature from seed to harvest, you recognize that different things germinate at different paces. When I grow basil, I feel like basil just grows so fast. But there have been other things that I have planted and I've grown that I've had to, for example, because I live in the state of Michigan, I've had to start the germination process in my house under a light. And then at an appointed time when the ground thaws, then I have to transplant those seedlings into my raised bed. I've also had the encounter of, in the process of time, navigating animals. I remember last summer I did cucumber and we have a resident skunk that likes to live under our tool shed in our backyard. And I guess he thought, oh, she growing stuff for me to eat. Like, skunk, this was not gourmet service. I was not being his personal concierge for food. But I, re- I remember going out to start to prune some things. And there was this humongous bite. Like, he didn't even give me the courtesy of eating the whole cucumber. He took the largest bite ever out of my cucumber. And I felt so defeated, like, no, he didn't. This was the hardest thing for me to grow. And now there's this huge chunk and left me the the rest to clean up. But isn't that what dreams are like? Don't we have setbacks as we're dreaming? Don't we experience disappointments when we dream? And we have to grow it anyway, reimagine it anyway, pick ourselves up anyway. And so I think that is so important. So you have the process of time, you have my time, and then you will have due time. And so I just want to encourage you to think about where are you at in the process of big dreaming? Are you in the seeding period, the watering period, the growing time process? Don't get dismayed because where you are at is not indicative of where you're going. Stay the course. Stay the course. Seed time and harvest is a part of the process to big dreams, and you have to expect that big dreams will take time. 
I almost feel like I need to do a part two to this because I promised you that our episodes will only be 15 minutes and not a moment longer. So I think I'm going to do a part two to this because I actually want to share real tangible strategies that I have been using in the past two years. So let we'll use this one as a as the prepping of the ground, which if you've grown everything, you know that how you prep the ground is just as important as the seed you're going to put into the ground. So stay tuned for episode two. I know I'm leaving y'all with a cliffhanger. I see you looking at the, I see you looking at your cell phone like, no, she didn't just leave us with this cliffhanger. I promise you, hold fast because part two will be good. Know that I am thinking of you. I hold you all close in my heart and my thoughts. I love y'all and I'll see you next time.